We good? All right. Think sure. We're Let me just double check one more time. <laughs> fits my ear weird. <laughs> just this ear. <laughs> I must have weird, asymmetrical Yeah, ears. you have a weird left ear. All right. Well, welcome in. This is the Be More Podcast. I am joined with Coach Kinsey, Coach Paul, Coach Kylie. Welcome in. Um, we kind of wanted to have, uh, maybe just, a, a we, we just ran the Leadville marathon for those who haven't been, um, following all of my obnoxious posts and yeah, we just wanted to talk about it. Turns out it's one of the hardest marathons known to man in the U S we had no idea. So we did it. We survived how we feel about it. <laughs> That's a loaded question. That's a loaded question. <laughs> so, so, I feel okay. all the emotions. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So actually, 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 let's do this. Um, I kind of got us starting from from start to finish. So, so let's so let's actually start with you, Kylie. Let's just say, what was the biggest takeaway from the run that you got? And this could be physically, mentally, emotionally. Wow. Um, that's a hard one. I had all the emotions that day <laughs> and since then. Uh, but for me, I think it was just, I know we talked about this a lot leading up to, but just resilience. And obviously we talk about that a lot as a core value. Um, but for me, like a lot of people don't know that the struggle that I went through every single day of training was miserable for me pretty much. Um, so to even be there and be able to do it was like a huge accomplishment for me. And so completing it and actually feeling as good as I did, I was just very proud of that. And I guess mentally it made me feel much stronger. Like I can do hard things. Yeah, mm -hmm. big time. Um, would you say, because I mean, we know that there's some CrossFit workouts that just bury you. Right. I mean, I feel you and I are very similar in workout sense mm -hmm. and these two are very similar. Would you say that in those workouts that seemed, did you think there's carryover to some of those harder workouts, obviously mentally, but then also physically as well? Absolutely. I think that in CrossFit, you kind of learn to not pay attention to how you're feeling sometimes um, in those harder workouts. You kind of just like turn your brain off and just go. And I think a lot of the marathon was that, like, I just didn't want to stop. I didn't want to stop moving or go slower or anything. I just wanted to keep going and sure. just push through it. So sure. I do think that carried over a lot. Okay. Awesome. And then what about you, Paul? What do you think your biggest takeaway was? Um, also, Paul is going to be running a 50K here in six weeks, seven weeks? Six weeks. Six yep. weeks. Nice. So, I mean, I guess, but that was even before you did the marathon, right? You decided this 50K back in April. May, I think, is when you signed up for it. Yeah, I think it was April, signed up April, for it, and yeah. got the Airbnb and everything. Yeah. Um, so it's official once you get the Airbnb. <laughs> it's kind of like when you change your your, your Facebook to uh, in a relationship. It's yep. kind of like Done that. deal. You can't change it now because everyone knows. Everyone knows. Um, yeah, what do you think your biggest takeaway was um, from the marathon? Just I, the marathon. I learned I'm not as cool as I was hoping I was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but more importantly, I learned that you have to do a lot more like specific training. So the uphill destroyed me, which I wasn't prepared for. 
we've done a lot of like trail running, but not at that el elevation or at mm -hmm. that amount of climbing. So that destroyed me much quicker than I expected. So I got to do a whole lot more of that in preparation for the 32 mile or the 50K. So I guess the, the takeaway from the run, I mean, you're using, you used it more as a training, would you say? That was the hope. Right. That was the hope. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> didn't go that way. Well, and like, you know, we'll kind of talk about it here in a sec about training, but I think that's the beauty of training, you know, is it's not meant to be perfect for training. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously like your, this was a race for you, but it was also a training. So it might just have felt a little bit different. Like obviously you were maybe a little discouraged, but also too, you know, there's something next that you're sort of working towards where like, say for us three, this was like, one and done for us, you know, at least for the summer, and, and we're just, like, happy it's done, and we're like, all right, let's regroup, refocus, what's our strengths, weaknesses, that sort of thing. So, was that kind of what you're, what you're thinking, like, this is a good win, or this wasn't a good, as good of a win, but you used it as an experience to sort of lead you into this next thing? Yeah, I agree, and I definitely learned a lot in terms of trail running in general, I think, or trail racing, and what I should and shouldn't do next time, so hopefully I can perform as expected. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. All right. W what about you, Kins? <clears throat> um, I think my biggest takeaway um, was just to, like, embrace it um, because, like, obviously there were, like, many things that, like, could go as planned or didn't go as planned, but, like, regardless, you're out there, and so, like, you just have to do it at that point. And so, and also, um, like, we had no idea what the time was of like what we like how long we wanted to run <laughs> or have the marathon take and we like found out it was a lot longer than we thought and so like at six or seven hours like we still had a long ways and so at that point it's like you don't have you know your own your only choice is just to keep going <clears throat> so I know in the past a lot of times I'm like well I wish this would have gone better or I could have done this better or something but like you just get over that and you're like this is the cards I'm dealt for this day and like, mm -hmm. this is what we're going to do. So, um, I think that was really cool to like get that mindset, um, throughout the race and then just be consistent, just keep going mm -hmm. and kind of like what Kylie said, just don't think about it, just do it. Yeah. And, uh, and I'd probably agree with all of you guys. You know, I think my biggest thing was, you know, and I don't know if it's cause I'm of the position I'm in, but just trusting the training to get you through it, you know? So like, there was a lot of, there was never a part I wanted to quit, right? It was like, we've done these hard runs, especially once we got into like our 15, 17, 20 mile runs, like you, you got through that, right? Like that, like you've, you've reached that threshold per se and six miles more is obviously a little harder, but, um, you know, I think my biggest takeaway was just trusting your training because all the hard work was done. So regardless of how you felt for that day, like, you know, for us personally, and I'm sure for you too, like you know, even after we thought we were done climbing, we still had at least 1,500 or, or 2,000 <laughs> feet of climbing. We, we weren't even close, you know. <laughs> and, um, and you know, for us to finish the race, to, after struggling for 24 miles, for mile 25, 26, for us to be running, you know, and I think our pace ended up being an 11-minute pace, like, that's awesome, right? And I don't know what you ended up with. I'm sure you ran through. I don't know if you – you know what your pace was or whatever but for I the mean, last two you mean for the last two miles yeah, i think yeah. last two were like 830s or 8 yeah 40 somewhere there. yeah i mean so so to beat your body up for that point even if uphill killed you like 
you you put yourself in those positions numerous times and you trusted it and like Kinsey made this point on the way up she's like the hard work's already done and that's something that you like have to remember race day or, or any day like that you're performing is you already did the work so you got to just trust it at that point and um yeah i guess you just can't second guess it you know it is what it like because said it is what it is at that point you know um but it was just really cool to see it's been a while since i've actually trained for something so it was cool to reiterate just my belief in like you train for these things and they'll be a lot easier than just disappointing yourself when it doesn't go your way you know it's like people when they ask hey i haven't gotten a muscle up well have you been working on muscle ups well no okay that's probably why you haven't gotten a muscle up or why you haven't gotten better at pull-ups or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, so let's start with you, Kins. Uh, what would you say your biggest takeaway from training was? And this could be the nutrition. Um, this could be um, the recovery piece. This could be the training piece itself. Um, <clears throat> I'd say just all the little details that, <clears throat> like, I had no idea about, like um – figuring out like the exact pair of shorts I wanted to wear or like the sports bra I wanted to wear. Cause there was it's a real, it's a real thing. Yeah. Like there was a sports bra I wore for like a, like the 17 mile one. And it ended up like rubbing my back raw and like rubbing my stomach raw. So it's like these tiny little details that like you have, like you don't think about it at all or like the chafing. So like for non-runners, like we use this stuff where it's like lotion but what's, it, it, what's it called? It's called <laughs> nut butter. <laughs> and it's not actual nut butter for the record. Yeah, don't eat it. Yeah, don't eat it's it. Terrible um, bagels. It's terrible. It's terrible. Terrible. It does not taste like peanut butter. <laughs> um, so anyway, like tiny details like that. And like being so dialed in with um, when to eat and like what to eat and how many calories to eat. And like even if you're running and you're like not even hungry or something, like you have to eat and the day of the race, I took like so many salt tablets, which I had never really done that, but that was like a game changer for me. Um, so it's like these tiny little things you have to be like so dialed in on like everything. Um, so for training, it was mainly just finding that stuff out, um, like finding what pack you want to wear and how I do my hair, you know, <laughs> Critical um, things. I yeah. even wore like this tank top with like a little bit of a higher neck on a training run. And it was so hot. So I was like, okay, don't mm -hmm. wear like a tank top mm -hmm. with a higher neck. So it's yeah. like tiny things that make a huge difference. So. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I got more on that. I'll, I'll let you guys finish. Then I'll talk about it. Um, but yeah, no, that, that makes yeah. total sense. I mean, that's what training runs are, are meant for. Yeah. Know? So just doing runs that are long enough that you can, figure all that stuff out yeah yeah mm -hmm. um what about for you paul well uh, i learned first of all, i was pretty impressed with crossfit in general which obviously isn't running but the fact that we were able to go from zero running to running like a 17 you know mm -hmm. mile training day mm -hmm. with like 11 minute pace and then doing full marathon i do think that speaks to the general preparedness that crossfit mm -hmm. gives you I did learn that most people train for a marathon over like six months. So like seven weeks wasn't quite long enough. No. <laughs> so injuries did pop up due to the volume we, I think we were pushing. Cause mm -hmm. I, I went from like three to six to nine then you know, 12, 14, 18 and yeah. 18 well, and was you the weren't, bad part. Yeah. And you weren't hiking, you were legit running. So, I mean, obviously running compared to hiking, that's three, four times as much impact as what hiking would be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And so obviously it has little injuries pop up here and there. So, I guess going back, I would 
one, CrossFit was cool because it got us there, but also realized that it is something different. So just mm-hmm. because you can go do that doesn't mean your body's going to hold up doing mm-hmm. it for too long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big time. What about you, Kai? Okay, well, Kinsey stole my first one, and you stole my <laughs> second one. <laughs> so we're all in agreement. The details yeah. matter, and yeah. CrossFit is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess for me... I don't know why I just. Are you crying? Like yeah. <laughs> she was sad. She was crying because you took her answers. Yeah, I'm so sad. Um, no, for me, I guess, for training wise, was just to keep pushing through. Mm-hmm. Like it was miserable for me for the entire time for various reasons, but I just kept showing up and kept doing it, and mm-hmm. it turned out great. So. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. it sucks, but. Mm-hmm. Well, it's worth it. you mm. took my point. So <laughs> no, but just to feed off of that. And I think like, you know, that's what made me think about with Kinsey is that it's like, I, I think this could relate a lot to like what people struggle with is they stop when it gets really hard. And that's not the point. You know, the, the point is like most of my training days were just awful. They, they were miserable, you know, especially once we got into the 17 and 20. I mean, if you guys, you guys weren't there for the 20, but Kinsey was and, by like mile eight, my IT bands both locked up so hard. And so I literally from like 13 to 20, I was walking. I was just walking. I would try to run for a minute or so and it would just seize up again. And, you know, that was that was hard, right? That was a point where I was like thinking, why am I doing this? And I think so many people, you know, get to that point, but they don't stick it through. And I think like that's the whole point of training is you're not supposed to be perfect in training. Like obviously you want to shoot towards perfect, But I mean, even looking at like Paul, like you were smoking it on these runs. Like I was like, how's this guy doing all this? You know what I mean? Like you said, it's, it's kind of those things where, you know, you get to that peak and that's the whole point of training for something is you got to peak at the right moment. So you're fresh, that sort of thing. Right. And as you sort of kept progressing, then there were some things that sort of, you know, came on, but it was better then then one week before the race, you know, or, or right before the race. So it's like, you're meant to have things that, you know, you struggle through, but again, like then that makes race day. You're just like, all right, I figured out my hydration, figured out my nutrition, my running, my recovery, kind of all that stuff. So yeah, good answers. Um, as far as we'll, we'll kind of just stick in the running piece, but I think this can kind of relate to all of CrossFit or all of fitness is, what are your, I'll start with you, Paul. What were your like important, important pieces of uh, nutrition and recovery? You know, what were some things that you were just like, this is my jam every single week um, that you, that promoted not only your running, but maybe stuff in the gym as well. That's a great question. <laughs> recovery didn't start until after I got hurt. So that's when I started doing rehab stuff, I guess more so rehab because I had to um, for IT band and calves and things that were bothering the knees. Yeah. That did make a big difference. Obviously, I've carried that now after the race into prep for the next one and you try to keep the injuries yeah, away. Yeah, both you guys were foam rolling when we came in. Yeah. Listening cool. to some weird music. I don't know what it was called. <laughs> yeah. so It's known as country music. Oh, cow music. Gotcha. <laughs> does it? Does it? taste right in your mouth saying country it does yeah yeah, 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 yeah. country (laughs) just feels weird coming out yeah it's weird it's fine i prefer not to uh training wise i do wish this is hard i i feel like as a more strength-based athlete that 
still keeping that part is very important for me because mm -hmm. like, I know I'll never be the fastest runner, but if I can be the fastest strong runner, then I'll feel pretty good. Mm -hmm. So I did drift a good bit away from like heavy squats and deadlifting and things. And I do feel that if I'd kept more heavy lunging and stuff in there, it might actually help my running feel a bit mm -hmm. better uh, because I have a lot more mass to move. So I think being stronger in general is going to help me move more mass than I guess your typical, like, you know, the guys that were winning the races obviously mm -hmm. were considerably different builds. So yeah. I hope to keep more strength training. Yeah going forward <clears throat> and then as uh as far as nutrition um did you see a huge shift in your nutrition um did you see anything that maybe hindered you or benefited you not really I and mean, we burned a lot of calories doing the trail runs but i always make up for those in the days we did them i'd keep my nutrition the same the other days it was just the big trail runs i'd eat more which maybe i guess i could have eaten more the days leading into the trail runs but i never really felt terrible on the training runs it was really most of those days i felt pretty good mm -hmm. Gotcha. What about you, Kins? Um, what were your biggest pieces, nutrition, recovery? Um, so recovery was, um, I think, like, some of the uh, shorter runs, I had, like, super tight, like, hamstrings, so, um, and super weak glutes, and so I um, did lacrosse balls on, like, my hamstrings and calves. Um, I had, like, a little bit of, like, plantar fasciitis, I think. So I rolled out my calves like every day um, and then would just do like mobility, just a lot of stretching, like a ton of stretching because that I found helped a lot. So I would try to do that like during the week um, and that helped a lot. I think like just loosening up um, kind of helped the like cramping and stuff on the runs. Mm -hmm. um, so that was what I did for like recovery. Um, used a lot of CBD. <laughs> <laughs> cbd on a lot yeah. um mostly before or after the runs i'd put it on spots that like kind of hurt or spots i knew might like flare up and mm -hmm. it seemed to help pretty well and then um as far as nutrition like nothing crazy just um well, yeah i think like the night before and the night after i would make sure i ate like a lot but during the week it was pretty much the same mm -hmm. um I know we decreased our eating out, which was Big good. time. Well, depends. Post-training runs. At least, like, well, yeah, at least, like, around the runs, we, mm. like, try not to eat out for, like, the whole training. And I think that probably helped, but, like, nothing nothing crazy. Mm -hmm. The salt was probably the most different thing. Yeah. It's, like, taking electrolytes and salt a lot. Mm -hmm. Big time. Mm -hmm. What about you, Kai? Recovery-wise, nutrition-wise, <laughs> Yeah, nutrition-wise, I would say, yeah, didn't really change a lot. Um, maybe ate more carbs, like, the night before and the night of, like, big training runs. Mm -hmm. Nothing super significant. The biggest thing for me was just hydration because there was a few runs where I didn't really pay attention to my hydration, like, the day before. And then I felt, like, super sluggish and just tired and mm -hmm. not good. And then I started really paying attention to my hydration the day before and also taking salt the night before and mm. the morning of before a training run. And that made a huge difference. Mm. So that was definitely the biggest thing for me. Uh, and then as far as recovery, definitely foam rolling, stretching, all the typical stuff mm. I tried to do pretty regularly. Yeah. Mm. And knowing, knowing you with your calves, especially, did you feel because you uh, prioritize the recovery do you feel like that prolonged any sort of tightness or was it 
<laughs> pretty much like a band-aid like as soon as you sweat it fell off type thing yeah my calves um for people who don't know i had compartment syndrome mm-hmm. um so it did not matter what i did i even i mean i saw dr kyle and or dr riley kyle yeah. riley yeah. uh and he did like needling on my calves and a lot of work on my calves and, and stuff it and it broke the needle yeah basically yeah they were so intense um no shout out to dr riley he did help me with a lot of different things unfortunately my calves like just nothing helped it mm-hmm. didn't matter what i did stretching foam rolling it just was what it was gotcha. so unfortunately in that aspect nothing there was nothing really. i could do yeah. yeah that's fair well and it's like one of those things where you know you could do you can only do so much like even it band stuff you just hope and pray that when it comes time to run that it feels good, you know. Um, so I'd agree with all of yours. Like nutrition-wise, you know, I think I would eat a little bit cleaner before the race um, or before the runs. After the runs, I didn't really care because I was like, my body's going to take whatever. So like we'd eat mm-hmm. pizza or hamburgers or I, – I felt less guilty eating out because I was like, dude, I just burnt 3,000 calories. Like, come on. Um, but the biggest thing I noticed was sleep. Like, you know, I don't – I'm not going to say I don't have a very good sleep schedule, but I've noticed a lot more my performance decrease if I didn't have a good night's rest or maybe I went to bed late or something of that sort. I noticed a huge difference. So sleep was definitely in a priority. I mean, especially if we ran on a Saturday night, like what are most people doing on a Friday nights? You're staying up watching movies. We don't eat popcorn, but people typically <laughs> eat popcorn, you know, um, but I mean, yeah, if we were in bed by nine o'clock, you know, on Saturday nights in bed by nine, that sort of thing. Even, uh, after I remember appreciation party, like, you know, we went to bed pretty late and we didn't start our run until what, like noon, mm. I think. And it was just cause we were so tired and even our run was just super, super sluggish. So, you know, I think sleep in general, I think a lot of people overlook, but now doing, seeing how much exercise that we were doing and and how the sleep could affect that. That was definitely something I took from that. Mm-hmm. Um, were there any breaking points in the run? It was an eight hour run, six and a half, six thirty four, six thirty four, six thirty four. I mean, in the breaking points, all relative, right? Like, like for me, I think for me, it was that last climb after that after the second to last aid station where, you know, I thought we were cutting out a lot of it and we ran down on the way in and you, I mean, you're still hyped up, but it's still very early in the, in the marathon. So you're not really thinking about it, but it was sunny out. We were just climbing. There was this random dude who like wanted to have a full on <laughs> conversation with me. And I was like, dude, I cannot do this right now. I don't know how he had so much energy. Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> he was and, so yeah, talkative. Yeah, and, he was, and he was training for, he was either training. I think he was training for the 50 or something. He's like, yeah, I'm doing this as a train run. I'm like, dude, you're like at the back, back of the pack. Yeah, like, we're like, last yeah, like come on, dude, come on. What's going on? But <laughs> he's probably pacing his 50. Just about he's, right. He's probably yeah, pacing his 50. But I was like, dude, this is the wrong race. But, <laughs> But that was that was it, you know, it's because I knew how steep that I knew how steep it was coming down. So I was like, we got to go back up. And that was like sort of my breaking point. And at that point, we're at 20 miles, you know, and that was the longest that that I had run or run ish. And it was hard, you know, obviously we got through it. And then once you start going downhill, then you're like, there's another climb. And at that point, you're just fed up. You're just like, whatever, I'll just get up. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So, I mean, uh, I'll start with you, Kai. You know, was there any point? 
I actually know your point, but I'll, I'll have you share it. Um, was there like, what was the point that you're just like, the hell am I doing? You know? Yeah. I think there was like a couple minor moments throughout where I was just like grumpy about being there. (laughs) Um, so one was climbing the pass to begin with. I was just like, this is dumb. Like whose idea was this? Why are we here? (laughs) What is this? Um, it just went on forever and it seemed like every switchback you would get to and then you'd be like, oh, there's the top. And then it was like, nope, there's another switchback. Um, so I was just irritated, not like a breaking point. I wasn't like thinking about quitting or anything, but uh, second point was right at the top of the pass when I turned around to come down and my knees were done at that point. My knees were both so angry. My IT bands were locked up. And it just hurt. Like every step was just so painful on my knees. So I didn't, again, didn't think about quitting at that point, but I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get down this mountain. Like this hurts. Um, And I think you and I were in the same boat at that point. We stopped at one point and Manny like massaged my quads, trying to like get them to loosen up. Um, And then again, yeah, just grumpy about the incline at the end, but by that point, I actually felt pretty good at that point. So I wasn't like upset or anything. Yeah. So, yeah. Low points. Interesting. Uh, I'd have too many because like, well, she knows I'm not really like an emotional person. So I don't have <laughs> yeah. a lot of emotions. He doesn't have emotions. Yeah. <laughs> Paul is very happy right now. Yeah. So it's very <laughs> just, just the work was there, but like tough times for sure. At the top of the pass, I would agree getting there was terrible. And by then I had started having the, the cramps I was having. So that was, it was just like a disappointing kind of cause like, Oh, I want to finish this, but now I can't perform the way I was hoping. So it was kind of a, a low point getting to the pass. And when I turned around, I was like, Oh sweet. I'm going to run down. And then your body was like <laughs> funny. Yeah. And so that didn't happen. So I was a little bit disappointing. You're trying to like run down and make up time, but you can't make up time. Uh, and then of course, Manny talked about the, what was it? 20 to 22. Somewhere in there. That was like yeah, everyone's so steep. low point. Like I remember seeing some guy like just standing there staring at the ground. Like not, not, he wasn't moving. He was just standing there with his hands on the hips. Just for solid oh, like 30 man. seconds, I was coming behind him. And so like stopped, like put my hand on his back. He's like, you're right. He's like, yeah. And so he said, you stared at me and I was like, well, let's, let's keep moving, man. Come on one foot in front of the other. And then yeah. he started moving again, but I don't, I don't know. He was, he was hurting for sure. But yeah. um, I think everyone on that stretch that I saw was for sure hating life yeah um, there was one guy that we passed that just like sat down on the side yeah. of the trail yeah. and i was like uh <laughs> yeah <no." laughs> it was that guy that followed us okay yeah, yeah it was and i was like i thought you were dead <laughs> yeah so that was like a low point i emotion i felt low but i was able to focus on some things that pulled me out of it and kept on moving so <clears throat> kenzie um I think there's a comments thread. (laughs) Yeah. Mine are kind of similar to Kylie's. Like there were different points when I felt like different um, emotions. So definitely. So prior to this race, I rolled my ankle like the week before and the whole week I was just like in denial that I had done that and that I like that it still hurt. And I was like, no, it's fine. It's fine. But then like mile six, it started to really hurt like six to 10 started to really hurt. So I I just had to like overcome like what I was saying about like these, this is what it is today. Like this is how I feel today. So we're just going to do this regardless. So that, even though I was like super fresh everywhere else, like my foot hurt pretty bad. So that was kind of like a low point, um, from like mile six to 10. But as soon as we started climbing, 
Um, we climbed the pass and it was like extremely hard. And then once we came down, like everything hurts. So my foot pain was fine because like everything was in pain. So it actually like, and my foot never got worse after the race. So like I was never like in a ton of pain after that. Um, I think it was just kind of warming it up. It didn't feel great. Um, and then, yeah, I like the climb at mile 20. By that point, like my emotions were everyone <laughs> i think i took all of paul's emotions <laughs> and i just like couldn't stop crying because like you just like can't hold anything in but like it was weird because i was never like mad or irritated or anything like i just needed to cry like i just need to like release everything but it, it was fine like i knew we were gonna finish it and like there was really nothing to complain about at that point like I think we we're just kind of on autopilot and mm -hmm. just like going. So I didn't know what to feel, even though like it looked like I was like so sad. But I think I was just like fin like thinking about how happy I was going to be when I'd finish. And then that <laughs> made me cry. <laughs> so that was just like a whirlwind of emotions. But it wasn't necessarily a low point. Yeah. You know, it was all just an experience for sure. Well, in... And it was common, you know, I mean, we weren't really at the finish line for that long, right? Because we were sort of at the back of the end. And I don't know if you paid attention to people, but there's quite a bit of people who were very yeah, emotional, cry, you know, because yeah. it was, I mean, it, it doesn't matter if it's the hardest or the highest marathon, you know, just that in and of itself. Like, I personally didn't realize how significant it was to a lot of people, you know what I mean? And then I know for, you know, your brother, like there was a point where he was literally in a wheelchair from a dirt bike accident. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So there's stories like that, that we don't really know of and that we're aware of. So, yep. you know, for us to get emotional for it, um, you know, obviously is acceptable, but it's, it's normal, right? I mean, it's, it, it was, it was a tough thing. Um, yeah, I guess my, my, my last question, and I'll start with you, Kylie is, are you going to do it again? Are you going to do the Leadville oh, marathon? Don't start with me. In 2023? <laughs> Uh, that's a funny question because as I was climbing that pass, I was just like, who would ever do this more mm -hmm. than once? Like mm -hmm. what kind of crazy person would ever want to do this again? Yeah. And then even at the end, I was like, nope. I'm good. <laughs> I've done it once. I don't ever have to do that again. And then literally the morning of, I was like, I could probably do it again. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. So, and Tucker yeah. warned us about that. He's yeah. like, he's like, do you want to do another one? I was like, no like that night i was like no way right. he's like dude he's like just, just wait he was like yeah. just wait a week yeah he's, he's like yeah. these things have a weird thing like to like like that tricks you into doing mm -hmm. it I don't and i think we're i think just in general like we're all like fairly competitive and like mm -hmm. we're always kind of striving for that next yeah. goal so i think it's probably the same for all of us is like well i could do better next time, Big time. you know i could mm -hmm. do it again and do better or mm -hmm. big time Maybe I could try another one yeah. or something of that nature. I think we're yeah. all kind of have that same mindset. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think that's the beauty of CrossFit. And I think that's why there's people who can successfully do CrossFit for 20, 30, 40 years because there's always improvements. You know what I mean? So, like, we could run it next year and Paul could go six and we could go seven. Then we could do it next year. And you're, like, just always trying to get, like, it's almost like a drug, right? Mm -hmm. We're, like, trying to get that next fix or whatever. So, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I already know you're signed up for it, so. 
And Paul, you signed up for next year. And for, and yeah, I, I left a post-it note yeah. with the owners, whatever. So <laughs> he said, "Charge, charge my card yeah, on charge file." Charge my card on file. <laughs> yeah. Put it on auto renew yeah. every year. <laughs> for, for the record, uh, so there's a lottery system Paul was trying to get into for the Leadville 100. Unsuccessful. Sorry. So next year you just gotta qualify. Yeah, you just gotta be top three. You just gotta be top three. <laughs> top so. No big deal. Qualify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could probably cut my time in half. Yeah, I'd think so. <laughs> no problem. You, you, you have a year to do it, so yeah, that's no big deal. But not for you, dude. Not for you. Kinsey? Um, well, I signed up for this because all you guys were doing it. So if you all do it next year, I'll, I'll also sign up for it. Um, <clears throat> She's not normally into peer pressure for the record. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, yeah, I think I... Like at first I was not sold. Like when we were doing like our seven and nine mile rounds, I was like, I don't want to do this. This is dumb. And then like actually loved the 17 and 20 mile run. Um, and then just like, yeah, I think just accomplishing like something that like I never thought I would accomplish is like really cool. Um, and it was really cool. Like doing it with all of you guys. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I like experiences like that. Yeah. So I yeah. do it again. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I kind of agree. And it was, and it really was weird. Cause like Friday, Saturday night, I was like, this is dumb. I'm never going to do this ever <laughs> we again. We were like all crippled. Yeah. Yeah. Like all, even and then move. even like Sunday. Yeah. And then even like Sunday morning, we were all walking kind of stiff, but oh my gosh, I don't know. It was so bad. How'd you yeah. guys feel on Sunday night? Did you guys feel better Sunday night or no? <laughs> That's what was weird. And I don't know. I don't really know, but like by Monday morning, I felt I was tight, right? Like I was sore, but like it was fine. She came and worked out on Monday, you know, Monday Monday night and it was deadlifts, you know? So like, it's, it's really weird. I think like in the moment, oh shoot, our camera turned off. I think like in the moment, can um, you still hear us? Yeah. Yeah. This is separate than the camera. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so the video podcast is done, but, um, but yeah, so I think like, you know, in the moment, it's like pain. And it's like, I don't think I ever want to do this again. But then once you kind of step away, it, it's just like our first CrossFit comp, right? Mm-hmm. Same exact sort of feel. So I'm probably going to do it again, for sure. Um, and just, it'll just give us a little bit more time to train for it. And like you, like now we know, like, all right, our IT bands are probably going to lock up in the heavier miles. So like, what prehab stuff can we mm-hmm. do for that? You know, and like, we talk about more about that leg strength, like just even my ankle felt great but like now it's kind of getting away and i think even just the the running was really really fun and Mm. just getting out and like it made us get out on saturdays and run Mm -hmm. when it would be nice just to come to the gym and just be like oh i gotta clean at home or do this Mm -hmm. or the other so you know it was nice and i did forget how nice it is to have like a training program so Mm -hmm. next year we'll we'll have this conversation again (laughs) we're gonna call our time for next year put on the record Oh my gosh! Eight hours. <laughs> eight oh nine. So you're gonna no. shave off time. No, no, sub eight. You just gotta go sub eight, and then you PR. What do you want to get? Pretty confident I get sub five thirty. Mm-hmm. I think oh, so. Nice. That's good. I one. think so. Yeah. What about you, Kai? I'd say sub seven. Sub seven, Kins. Yeah. Um, seven exactly. Seven exactly. <laughs> Not too 659. much. Six fifty nine. Perfect. Um. Yeah, I'd probably go from the six to seven range. You know, it really just depends if I have a good day or not. But yeah, yep. I could, I could, I could see me getting in like that six thirty time yeah. frame. Like, I felt good, and I mean the climbing. Like, I felt like I was strong at climbing, so mm-hmm. it's just like putting it all together. So, mm-hmm. 
You heard it here first. Well, cool. Thanks, guys. <clears throat> Thanks for doing this. I am really proud of all three of you. You guys did awesome. It was really, really hard. And it's just cool to do really cool things with, with cool people, you know, or really hard things, I should say, with cool people. You know, it just kind of, it's those it's those battle wounds that now we all have, you know, mm-hmm. and then we'll just keep going back to it like, yeah. a, like a drug addict. So, yeah. mm-hmm. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.